Welcome back to What's the Point. I'm Teppa. I'm Amanda. And uh, let's just dive right in, shall we? Cool. Uh, so we have our wine. We have our wine, which means it's time for a wine down. Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Teffa, what's, uh, what's going on? Or did you want me to go first? I mean, I wanted you to go first, but I can go first. Okay, I have, I have two, sort of. So You want to sandwich I'll, me? <laughs> sure. Um, sounded dirtier than I meant to. Um, so this, I don't have much to say about this, but I was just watching last night's SNL and they did um, like a podcast awards show and they called it The Potties. That's um, amazing. And it was hosted by Sarah Koenig. <laughs> um, I've got to watch this. It was great. And um, and they're like, like, it's Cecily Strong playing Sarah Koenig and she's like, did you know that over 3 million podcasts were recorded this year i know that's a lot right like just like the same kate she's so good at doing that um yeah. and then they had like mark marinon and he like gets a special award and he's like i'm gonna fucking kill myself this is ridiculous <laughs> um and it was really funny and i can't believe you I was had like, the, like podcasts are ridiculous they are <laughs> i can't believe you had the like um discipline to wait until this wind down to talk about this because i would have like been texting you as i was watching it be like girl you have to watch <laughs> I mean, I just watched it like an hour ago, so. But still, I mean, <laughs> also an hour ago, we were texting. I, and That's I had, true. I had a, every time I listen to a podcast that like I like or like an episode I think you'd like, I'm like, you have to listen to it. I like blow up your phone. So I know you, you do that. And I still haven't listened to any armchair expert episodes. Well, you should but I will. <laughs> um, Good Place Week was the shit. I know. Well, is there going to be an episode where we don't talk about the good place? Is the question? I hope not. It it should it should come up every time. It should. Um, so anyway, that was my first one. Yeah. Do you want to go? <laughs> well, I wasn't going to talk about armchair expert, but since you brought it up, um, one of the things though I did say. Uh, so I was listening to this podcast, which I just discovered. I like literally had never listened to it until like a week ago, and I think I've listened to half of a season already. Um, but the one with. Um, Ted Danson. Yeah. And he just, like, I love yeah. his, like, outlook on life and how he's just sort of like, oh, everything's wonderful. Like, he, like, kind of is a little bit like Michael in that way. And so the more you, like, talk to him, the more he was like, well, you know, this was what was happening. And then all of a sudden this was happening. Like, he's very just, like, almost, like, I think Dax even said, like, whimsical. And I was just like, oh, I love Aww. that. And I, I, like, the more I listened to it, the more I was like, I really want to, like, have more of an outlook on life like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to just be like, it's, everything's going to be fine. You know? Like, <laughs> and he said this thing about money, because I'm always stressed about money, right? Like, living in New York and whatever. But he was like, you just, his philosophy is to just kind of let it flow through you. Like, not try to hoard it or save too much or whatever. Like, obviously be smart about it. But, like, just, like, know that, like, whatever comes in, like, it just trust that you'll be able to get more. You know what I mean? Like, kind of mm -hmm. deal. And I was just yeah. like... Oh, I needed to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So, especially we've talked about this. Every time you sign up for a class and you like drop all that money, you're like, oh, I'm yeah. never going to eat yeah. again. Like, it's, like, it gets real stressful. So um, yeah. I think it was great to hear and a great outlook. And I was just like, I want to be more like, like yeah. Ted. Yeah. So that's so nice. That beautiful. Ted is beautiful. Ugh. I know. Actually, <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, did you want to go into part two? Yeah, um, sure. So <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything, but it was the funniest thing I've ever overheard. Um, <laughs> so in my apartment building, like you can hear anything that goes on in the stairwell. And so one day 
recently. I heard like two girls walking upstairs and um, we also have like, we have a roof um, that's like finished um, in our building. And so these girls are talking about, um, this girl is literally telling the other girl that she had sex with someone on the roof. <laughs> and Your roof? Yeah. Oh. And all I heard was like, I'm just saying if there's cameras up there, I'm definitely getting kicked out. And then the other girl was like, was it like dry humping? And she was like, I wish. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, oh. Could you imagine if you like walked up there and you were like, uh. <laughs> I know. I was just like, oh, okay. Um, also, you wish it was dry humping? <laughs> like... No, no one should ever wish for that. Yeah, we took um, pictures on that roof. We did. In some of those <laughs> chairs. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. Thanks for telling me. Uh-huh. Anytime. Anyway. <laughs> um, ugh. Well, I was, I'm not going to delve into On that either. note, <laughs> let's take that. a break. <laughs> we'll be back with our lovely guest, Christina O'Hanley. Yay. <laughs> And we're back. Thanks so much. Yay. We talked about more dicks <laughs> during our break. TBH, they are prevalent and out and about in New York. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're back with our guest, Christina O'Hanley. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Great. How are you? Good. Just, you know, hearing about dicks and things. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, all, all over the place. Um, do you have anything else to add about uh, what we talked about? During our wind down. <laughs> um, wind uh, Dicks are, they should be covered up. That's <laughs> really all I have to say about they, that subject. Yeah. And I just started season three of The Good Place, and I'm Yay. loving it so far. So it's We so love Good Place. Good. It's such a good show. <laughs> Big fan. I like that show, and I like uh, Superstore, too. Like, I think yeah. both of those are really funny on NBC. So. I have not seen enough of that. It's I haven't either. I TBH, always mean to. I've mostly watched it on airplanes. <laughs> Me, too. That's how I got into it. <laughs> That's uh, that's their strategy, I guess. Good job, um, Delta. That's that's how I watched it yeah. in the past. So yeah, wait, this is fitting. It is fitting. I know. I wanted to make. I was trying to think of like a witty line, but well, it'll be later. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So Christina. Um, hey. What's up? Uh, you do improv which is why you're here yeah i try <laughs> not like great at improv but i like it so i do yeah. it yeah so. <laughs> yeah so um yeah i mean where do we start um what got what like got you into it yeah um so i grew up doing like musical theater and doing theater i did community theater when i lived in new jersey um and i really miss the performing aspect of yeah. things <laughs> so i really like performing and the thing I hated about like community, not that I hated it, but I just, there's just so much, so many things you had to do beforehand. Like you had to learn your lines, you had the rehearsal and things oh. like that. Um, I want to figure out a way to perform, but not have, not I'm like being really lazy about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Amazing. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll do sketch. I'm like, oh, I just heard sketch was basically you like writing out sketches and then getting it critiqued in class. And I'm like, why am I paying like $500 for that? Like, no. Um, so I signed up for improv um, at UCB. I did improv 101 and you have to go to different classes um, at the theater just to, you know, see see some performances and, you know, try to get better at improv. And the first one I actually saw was a musical improv show. And literally, like, 
I was with my friend and he was like, your eyes just lit up when you, they started Aww. singing. And I was like, yes, this is what I need to do. Oh my God. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, I have to do musical improv. So I signed up for a class and I just finished 101 and hopefully I'll be doing 201 sometime probably next year. So that's amazing. Yeah. What are your like favorite musicals? <sighs> and it was so, so that, that's a funny story in the sense of I got into musical theater 101 class and you say your name, where you're from, and your favorite musical theater show. And I was like, oh, this class is so big. Oh, like, my God. Yes. <laughs> like, I found the thing I've been looking for my whole life. Yeah. And people oh are like, God. oh, Spring Awakening, last five years. And everyone's like, oh, good choice. I'm like, oh, these are my people. Like, this Aww, is the yeah. stuff I think that's about, so too. That's so nice. Yeah. So what was yours? Um, my favorite's probably Spring Awakening because okay. I've seen it like five times when I was like in oh, high school. Wow. My senior quote like, is dude. from Spring Awakening. It's like really lame of me. <laughs> no, I love it. Honestly, love it. great. Yeah, but and and Hamilton, I love Hamilton and, and the Heights. Yeah, and Spring Awakening. Those are my top three so okay. far. Nice. So, yeah. That's awesome. Did you do like voice lessons and stuff like that? Yeah. So I grew up doing like voice lessons. Oh yeah, we. T- I kind of talked about the Whitney Houston thing before. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my voice teacher told me about that about yeah. how Whitney Houston had to have a big diaphragm, which is why. She was better at singing I w- And I Will Always Love You when she was pregnant versus when she wasn't. So yeah. That is crazy. So you learned that crazy. from your voice teacher? I learned that from my voice teacher. Also, my voice teacher brought me to Spring Awakening the first time, which Aww. is kind of awkward because there's a sex scene in it. And I was like 16. Yeah. My voice teacher is like 40 years old. And I was like, oh. A man or a woman? It was a woman. Okay. That's slightly like, better. Slightly better, but I still don't want to see like someone's ass next to like a 40-year-old woman who yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I see once a week. I feel like yeah. especially when you're 16, that kind of stuff is so awkward. Yeah. Because you're just sure. like, you haven't navigated it yet. You yeah. don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as you get older, you're like, yeah, whatever. I'll go see it with that lady, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. I feel like that'd be a weird, weird first experience, but. Yeah. But I, I like love the show. So, um there was, like, student rush you can do back in the day. And I grew up in Jersey, so, like, me and my friends would be, like, such theater nerds, and we'd, like, take the train to the city, get the student rush tickets, and, like, hang out in yeah. the city to watch the matinee. And I literally did that, like, five or six times. So that's why it's, like, my favorite musical. That's so cool. That's what I love about New York is, like, having access to theater and yeah. stuff like that that, like, shows tour and you can, like, see things that way. But then it's, like, a... I don't know. It's like a whole thing, but here you can just like go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but the, I will say uh, one of the things that is bad for people who just like to do musical theater, but it's not their full time job, or they're not trying to be on Broadway. It's really hard for them to find an outlet to actually perform. Yeah, which is where musical theater improv came in for me because you know yeah. it's really hard. In I live in Queens, it's hard to find theaters for just people who work nine to five and then just want to yeah. do something for fun. It's hard yeah. to find that. So that's why I really like musical theater improv, which is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you find, like, in the class, is it a lot of, like, serious, like, musical theater actors, like, that are just, like, this is something fun I can do in the meantime? Yeah, there are, like, two people who, one guy was Equity. Um, mm. He hasn't used his Equity card in a while, but I think oh. this class inspired him to do it, and another girl is trying to, you know, make it on Broadway. But for the most part, all the other people were people who were just doing improv in the past and heard about musical theater improv. and yeah. You know, just wanted to try it out. Yeah. But, you know, being in, cl- in class with those two really good people who, you know, trained for musical theater and went to school for it was amazing because they had such a good range and they had such good performing skills in yeah. theater and dancing skills too, which really, you know, brought a lot of performances together. Yeah. So, you do you can feel like that, learn so much. Yeah. That. Do you feel like that like pushes you to be, to like get better, like working with people that are. For sure. For sure. I think there's like just more pressure because 
the thing is like you always know like your class will support you no matter what like the class isn't like the type like oh that wasn't funny or oh that was a bad song or that person got to sing like that's not the class at all but I will say like if you're in a scene with one of those two people who are like great singers you know you're gonna like try to do the best you can to like live up to them even though they're there to support you too so a little bit of both. I don't know yeah. if I answered that correctly. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> that makes no sense. wrong answers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just like improv. What <laughs> what's the uh what do you notice is kind of like other than obviously singing? Like what's the biggest difference between like musical improv and like a regular just improv set? Um I'm trying to think. I think so I don't know. I think it it is the singing. I think it's just more they're just more elements, I think to musical theater improv because you are singing you're not only singing you're also dancing there's a lot of back up like in a lot of improv shows like you'll have background actors that come in and come out but when you're doing musical theater improv you'll have people behind you like dancing the entire time you're singing and you know really helping to support you so it's funny because like you'll get off of doing a set for musical theater improv and you're like oh my god I'm so tired because you're just like (laughs) moving around the entire time you don't stop and you're like dancing for like 10 minutes and you're like I am so tired. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But. I feel like um, that reminds me, like in so I'm taking 101 at UCB, mm-hmm. um, regular improv, and <laughs> um, and like one of the first few classes, they're like, um, actually, we did this a lot last week. Um, was just like mimicking the movements of other people on stage, like whatever energy they're bringing, mm-hmm. or like if they just start like doing an action and you don't understand what they're doing, just do what they're doing yeah. and like let them fill it in for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. I feel like that's <laughs> similar to like just dancing, like mm-hmm. someone just like comes up with a little like background yeah. thing. I'm like grooving in my seat right <laughs> now, um, and then everyone's just like, okay, that's what we're doing. Like, yeah, that's, that's really it. And what's cool, I guess, another thing that differentiates musical theater improv compared to regular improv, like in regular improv like you're just kind of sitting in the back line you're obviously paying attention because you want to figure out what the game is and how you can implement that in different scenes Mm -hmm. but with musical theater you're always in the background you're always trying to help out the scene and make it bigger because it's and it's yeah so that's that's another difference and there's a guy that's also playing piano so like a lot of times like so I guess it's like a little crutch in a sense like in improv you're trying to figure out the game right like Mm -hmm. you're like what's the funny thing what can we what can we we bring back in next sets yeah um but when you have musical theater improv, you have a guy that's playing the piano when he could tell when something's funny, when the audience is laughing, yeah. when you're feeling an emotion. Yeah. Once he starts playing, you're like, okay, I need to dive deeper into that. So he kind of helps yeah. direct where oh, the scene so is cool. going. Yeah. And it's sometimes things you don't expect at all. Yeah. yeah. So how does that sure. like how does that work with like the relationship between musicians and the team performing? Because like like who decides like the genre of song and like that kind of stuff do they just like feel it out is there like a formula like I have no idea I think well so I only did um the class and the guy who is the pianist at the class he like created musical theater improv and it's the oh, guy of shit yeah so it's um so I only know from him and I is that I, why I, that, okay that makes so much sense I feel like magnet has such a strong musical, musical theater program yeah. so that's why I decided to take classes there sense. okay um cool. so I think it just depends on like the mood of like the mood of the actual scene. Yeah. So if you're like a bunch of gangsters and you're like, we're gonna rob a lady, yeah. it'll be like very intense. Maybe jazzy because yeah. gangsters are nineteen twenties. Yeah. So yeah. he'll take he'll take things from the scene and put it into actual music, yeah. which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, that's like so. a really cool partnership. 
in a way. Yeah. Um, and another thing, if you do musical theater improv, like I haven't done this yet, but it's you create like improv indie teams or practice groups. It yeah. is harder to do like a musical theater practice group or indie group because there just aren't as many musicians that are able that can, to do like, that. That can like do that. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's what's really difficult about it. Not only do you need a coach, you need a pianist who can actually play the music on time with when something's funny and yeah. when something's not funny, not to play, and yeah, you know, work with the person's range too. So yeah, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about range. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like a whole thing. Everyone has to fit together. This yeah, is so crazy. <laughs> um, is there like a is there like a structure? Yeah, so in 101, you learn all the different types of structures. Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, there's, you know, verse, chorus, verse, where it's a verse, oh, a chorus, okay. a verse, a wild card, a chorus. I'm, I kind of messed that up. I don't know. I'm a little drunk, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. We, there are we different just give structures. people a lot of wine and make them talk. In <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I don't know if I was supposed to <laughs> tell that. But um, there are different structures that you learn, and you learn them all in 101. Yeah. Um, and you really have to trust your partner too, because you don't like you guys can't talk beforehand about what kind of song it's going to be. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. like the first person might sing a chorus, so then you might sing a verse, and then it'll be chorus verse song, where it's chorus verse chorus bridge chorus, mm -hmm. or it could be a verse song. This is probably like all yeah. technical things that aren't making sense, but to be you just honest, really have to more words than I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you sound very knowledgeable. Oh, <laughs> but there are a lot of different structures, but. We kept on messing it up in class, but the teacher was like, if you're confident, just go back to chorus and it'll be okay. Because a lot of, yeah. for a lot of it, it was like, oh, we messed up the structure mm -hmm. in our in our class. So um, we were like so frustrated about getting the actual structure right. But it's like, no, you just have to be confident and make the scene make sense and make the song yeah. make sense. And you guys can work it out. That's what improv is, just making it all work. Yeah when you're there so yeah I feel like just 99% of improv is just like make a confident choice yeah that's <laughs> so true and, and stick to it there to support you yeah yeah for sure everyone will figure it out mm -hmm. um cool um I want to talk about so you were on a like an a regular improv team for a while right I was um I did like improv 101 and 201 at UCB so like yeah I did that for a while too and that was that was like awesome um, and so I'm doing stuff at Magnet now, or at a yeah. different theater now. So yeah. just because one's cheaper than the other. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So, um, and they give you, like, at least, this is like a Magnet plug, like, just trying to give them some yeah. promotion. But they're really good if you put in the work and you put in, if you want to do Magnet, they'll find ways for you to make it more accessible. So I did musical theater improv, and I paid full price, but since I now am doing Improv 101, it's a half-price class. So you're interdiscipline, you get a half-price discount, yeah. which is dope. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm like, That's I'm definitely going to take this class because it's half Yeah, off. I know you were, like, debating, like, do I do, like, 301 at UCB or mm -hmm. do I just do this, like, half-off 101? I was like, like, I'm doing the half-off one for sure. Yeah. Does it – wait, has that started yet? Yeah, so I'm in my second week of class. So day, how so. does that feel now that you're, like, knowledgeable like, in I the 101? Like, I feel like I personally am like, oh, I should be better at this, but I'm not. Like, I'm not the strongest. I will say I'm not the strongest, like, improver ever. And I feel like yeah. improv is a lot like running. Like, you'll meet people who maybe ran in college and they don't run for, like, a month or two. And they're like, wow, uh, I am horrible at running. Like, 
I haven't done yeah. this in a while. I suck at this. Um, and improv is kind of the same way where you, if you don't practice consistently, you're not going to be good anymore yeah. for the most part. You're like, oh, I have to recognize the game. Oh, I have to like be present. Yeah. And so I was in class and my teacher was giving me a lot of directions. Like I've done this before, but it's also like, oh, I haven't done this in a while. So yeah, I feel like just practice is. I think that's yeah. so true. I, I do feel like, cause I haven't been doing a lot of improv lately and I feel so rusty. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just like, oh man, I, cause I was doing it you know, pretty great, like weekly and several mm-hmm. times a week, you know, and then I have to don't do it for a couple months or whatever. And I'm just like, oh man, it feels hard. You know, it's yeah. been several months. And, yeah. Um, I will say though, the other kind of counter side of that is like, one of the things that I did notice too, is that when I was doing it so much, I like felt like I got in my head so much that I wasn't uh, any good at yeah. it. So yeah. I feel like, and I think I've talked about this before, but I, I feel like you have to find that balance somewhere of, like, doing it enough that all that muscle memory is there, mm-hmm. but not, like, so much that you're, like, overanalyzing every single thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I feel like improv is kind of like meditation where you just have to be really present. Like, if you're trying to yeah. look at it from, like, an outside view, like, you're doing oh, it wrong. Totally, yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, then you can't be in the scene and look from above of what's going on. You just have to be present and just reacting to what the other person is yeah. giving you in the best way that you can react with the knowledge that you have. Um, but sometimes that's, that's like so hard to remember yeah. when you're like in the scene. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's so hard. Yeah. Cause I, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm always like, Oh, I don't. And I feel like to, to your point of like, it sometimes surprises you like what the game is, right. Or what the mm-hmm. funny thing is. Cause I'm always like, like, like later I'll be like oh I could have grabbed that right or yeah. like that was funny yeah then sometimes I'm in it and I'm like I don't know what's going on like, <laughs> like I really just stand there like how is everyone else playing this game and I don't understand it yeah. <laughs> yeah. and so I feel like that's really stressful too because mm-hmm. you're like I should know right I should know everybody else seems to know Aww. and you're like you can't like talk to someone on the side and be like what's the game <laughs> I know, I know, but that I think too just goes into like overthinking it. Like honestly, yeah. and and that goes back to the confidence. Like whatever, just do it confidently, and they're gonna be like that person does not know what's going on. And I'm like <laughs> that can sort of be a funny thing too. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So that's so true. Yeah. Do you feel like um, do you feel like there's a you've only had a couple classes of 101 at Magnet, but do you feel like there's a difference between like that 101 versus UCB 101? I think they, they do just have, like, different ways of teaching classes, I think. Hmm. Um, I think, but I think at the beginning, like, it's just very much about, like, grounding yourself and creating, like, your environment to create the scene. Yeah. Um, but I, they're different. It's like apples and oranges. It's, like, both a fruit, a.k.a. Yeah. improv, but they're just different. <laughs> and neither is better or worse, I guess. Yeah. So. Interesting. I do yeah. feel like each of the theaters, because kind of the main ones in New York are Magnet Pit and UCB, mm-hmm. and I think each of them kind of has their own flavor, right, of, yeah. like, what it is that, like, if this is your niche, like, that's more, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that yeah. that's interesting. Uh, my teacher for my class now mentions occasionally that uh, UCB generally gets a lot of criticism for just having like talking head scenes and there's no like action taking place nobody's mm. doing anything yeah. they're just like standing yeah. there interesting. talking um so that was like an interesting note to be like and okay. i i feel like i'm terrible at object work <laughs> um, I got it's to a place, so hard i got to a place where i was like working on object work for a while and i remember like <laughs> i was with um 
some like work people that w- do not do improv mm-hmm. and so like they were making some joke about a typewriter and so I had this like I like was like oh yeah and like just started like typing on like this fake typewriter and then I was like and then you have the thing where you have to when you have to do the white out and you like back it up and you put the, and so like I did the whole thing where I like put the little thing in and I did that <laughs> and then I was like ah and they were like okay like just kind of joking and mm-hmm. then like went on to the next thing and I was like I guess we're done with this and like threw out the piece of like, <laughs> like paper and I was like I was and then like when I did that I was like that I can't that was so it was just so natural to be like oh I was holding this thing and I, mm-hmm. I guess I have to throw it away I can't let it go so funny. <laughs> I just never yeah and I was just like I'm I don't even know but it was just weird because no one else everyone was like did you just throw away the fake piece of paper like <laughs> yeah it was, it, it was yeah. I will say object work is like the last thing I'm thinking about because I'm like just so new at improv where I'm like, what am I going to say next? What am I going to say next? I'm not chopping this onion. I don't really <laughs> give a fuck about it. What am I going to say next? You know? Like, yeah, So it's something exactly. I have to really think about. <laughs> I've done exactly. a lot of stuff with Pitt and that's kind of what they, um, most of the coaches that I've had have been like, especially if you don't know what you're doing, just do your object work. And sometimes it, it just like comes to you, like let mm-hmm. it fuel that. And I think that that's a good way. Yeah. That was, that was something about. else we just talked about in class was, um, the teacher just gave an example, like, if you are not sure, like, what you want to do next, just, like, be like, hey, do you want a beer? And then walk over to the fridge, mm-hmm. get a beer out, walk back, and hand it to them. Mm-hmm. And in that time, figure out what you're going to fucking say. <laughs> and just, like, yeah, it's silent, and it's a little weird, but, like, f- just do it. Like, just doing something can give you that time to, like, figure out what you're going to do. Yeah, and... I'm- my teacher, we were talking a lot about object work too, and he said, "You think people are bored with what you're doing, but yeah. they're not. Yeah, like you might think you need to rush it, but you don't have to. People are more exactly. interested than you think they really should be. I guess. Yeah, that's so, so true. Yeah, I, I did want to ask you. Okay, so kind of jumping into a, a lot of the kind of our target audience, I think is a lot of people starting out, right? So like when mm-hmm. you first started doing improv, were you like nervous? Um, were you more nervous or less nervous to do like musical? stuff I don't think I'm not a person that gets nervous on stage just because I grew up doing theater since I was like in fourth grade so well that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) so I wasn't particularly nervous I think I just was more nervous to be thought of as being like stupid or dumb I guess in a sense but even if you are stupid or dumb and people laugh you're like oh well they think I'm funny so it's (laughs) fine but I wasn't personally too nervous about it so yeah I think the more I'm in my head, I get more nervous. But if I'm just yeah. kind of a little more, I guess, naive in the situation of like, it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not nervous at yeah. all. So. And I did, um, we went to the the oh, musical yeah. improv show at Magnet and there was like a a jam beforehand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like um, somebody, they needed somebody else for some reason. And we were late. So we just like came and sat down. They were like, does anybody else want to get up? And Christina was like, me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running up there, and it was, like, so fun to watch. Yeah. Well, for me, it's just, like, okay, awesome. so I'm I'm doing improv. Like, I want to get my money's worth, I guess, in yeah. a sense. And, like, I want to try to be as good as I can be. So, like, me being too scared to go up isn't helping me be better exactly. at what I'm paying to learn about. Oh, you know what I mean? money for. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so interesting. So, in my acting class right now, we're at the, like, I feel like I've encountered this more in improv classes. Is like, about halfway through, like, a lot of the class just kind of drops out. And I think oh, that, wow. and maybe this is just, like, the earlier classes or whatever, but... I feel like they're just like, yeah, that's uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. You know, like, so they leave. But I don't know. I feel like with my, the acting class I'm in right now, which 
it was weird because my level one did not do this. Like the whole class pretty much stuck it out. And I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> People are just um, like dropping out of the class. Yeah. After okay. they pay all this money for it. That's oh, crazy. No. And then the acting class I'm in now, like at least like weekly, like half the class doesn't show up. And so crazy. my scene partner and I that are just like, insane. we have paid so much money for this class. Like I'm going. Like yeah. I, I like oh, yeah. left, like I was in the middle of like a conversation with my boss and I was like, I have to leave now. Like, or I'm yeah. going to be late. Yeah. Like it was just like, this is. I literally know. like calculate before class. I'm like, okay, how much does each class cost me? So like if I decide yeah. I'm like oh I don't feel like going I'm like oh well that's me losing like twenty dollars you know yeah. what I mean like yeah it's seriously. yeah it's yeah. crazy and so I uh but like she was like just like angry about it and I was like honestly girl I was like they can do whatever they want with their money I get more stage time like that's true <laughs> you know? yeah that's true. so I was like more time for you to practice yeah. yeah yeah I was like I can do a scene and a monologue in one <laughs> class yeah I feel like Christine and I have been phone. like encountering that in my 101 class too where people are just like we did like a really long exercise last week where it was like um it's basically just like reacting to whatever motion the person comes to you on stage with but then everyone did like four in a row um just like short scenes but like you're just like matching their energy and whatever um so it was like there's there's only like seven people up there but each person has to do four so like everyone's going up with like a new idea frequently and Um, I've said this many times before, but I don't mind volunteering for things. I like going first for things. Mm-hmm. And like it, it happened like so frequently, especially in the exercise. Cause people got like really fatigued, uh, and just like, didn't have any ideas. I didn't have any fucking ideas either, <laughs> but I still just like went up and like had something like you yeah. just, um, figure it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> but people are just like, oh, I don't know. And then it would be like occasionally, like an uneven number and the teacher would be like okay someone has to go twice well, i'll fucking go twice like yeah. i don't care you're paying to be in this class. yeah like, yeah get the most out of it that you can exactly unless someone's paying for your class i don't know no <laughs> <laughs> i definitely pay in myself so yes. it's like you oh, should get God. the most out of it yeah yeah i do yeah. feel like um in especially in the beginning of acting i because i did improv first and so I felt like everyone else was nervous to try it. Like they hadn't really done thing. And I was just like so used to improv where I was like, I'll go, whatever, you know, but I was like, mm-hmm. but you know how also in improv, sometimes there's that person that's literally in every scene and you're like, calm down, you yeah, know, like, like give other people a chance. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I feel but a little the, bit like not that. Not the ones that like fill in the space, but the ones that are like, there's certain people, they're just like overzealous and like knock people out of the way to be there first. Yeah. Just like, okay, you can chill for a sec. Yeah. But, yeah. And I feel like if I'm, like, in every scene, I'm, like, going to hang back a second and, like, give someone a chance. If they don't, right. I'm going to jump I do try in. to do that, like, like I've yeah. done in every class since I was a child because I knew all the fucking answers. And then they'd be like, stop fucking answering. Somebody else needs to learn something in this yeah. class. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll give it a second. And then, like, no one's going up. And I'm like, fuck you guys. Yeah, then you go up. Yeah. If nobody goes in, you need to support the, whoever's, like, yeah, out there. Exactly. Like, you don't want to leave them hanging out there. Like, yeah. Because yeah. you want to, you want to, like improv is all about being supportive so you yeah. need to support the pe- person that's going up and yeah. helping them even if you come on as like a second like a third character or whatever it's hopefully to support them and what they were talking about you don't want to also steal their scene if they're the first two to come up too yeah so, exactly yeah. so yeah and i just felt like in my acting class like nobody was going up and i had to like <laughs> kind of learn to like linger in that uncomfortable like silences it's not really uncomfortable it's like me being like yeah give other people a chance but <laughs> i was just like <laughs> Yeah, I had to like force myself to be like, this is not improv. I don't, you know, like yeah. it's gonna be fine. Like I need to hang out, but it's it's hard. Yeah, but I do love the supportive environment that the improv yeah. community has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Improv people like like it's a good community. I think. Yeah, um, I think so. Supporting other people. 
for the most part. So yeah, that's what it's so all you about. talked a little bit about having a voice coach. What was your like vocal training going into improv or musical? Okay, so like I was like in high school when I did like voice lessons and stuff. Actually, when I was um, you know taking musical theater. 101 musical theater improv 101 there were two people in the class uh who are actually on improv teams at magnet that were like oh i decided i'm going to take voice lessons and they signed up for like like musical theater improv 101 so instead of voice or they they were doing both at the same time so i thought that was really cool where they're you know established in that community i guess and they're on magnet teams but they're like i want to learn more about singing and yeah things like that but for me personally i haven't taken voice lessons since i was in high school when my parents paid for it <laughs> um it's expensive right it is expensive yeah how expensive. does one how does one go about finding vocal training you know what when i was talking to those two people they found them on groupon so yeah. they oh, like them. interesting <laughs> groupon is the shit but, but yeah. i feel like especially when you're trying to get started on something in new york and you're like i don't really know like i yeah. found like an acting like on camera class through groupon oh, that's and nice. i was like yeah. it's kind of it's fine it, mm-hmm. but like more than anything what i really enjoyed about it was just like having someone with a professional camera yeah. and I could see the playback and I was like, Oh, yeah. this helps me more than anything else. Like mm-hmm. yeah. more than the class, more than the sides, more than like your scene partner, like whatever. It was just like getting to view yourself back yeah. and being like, Oh, this is so helpful for me to apply like my acting techniques to this. Yeah. So, and I was like, I don't know where else to go. And I don't want to drop $500 <laughs> on something. I don't even know. That you don't know about. Yeah. yeah uh, that I have no research on, you know? Yeah. I think so. a lot of people end up just getting a referral. Like when I first started doing voice lessons, it was through a friend who, you know, I grew up doing chorus too. So like a girl, that I did chorus with, she had a voice teacher. And so I started using her as my voice teacher as well. So yeah. that's kind of how I figured that out back in the day. Cool. Um, but I'm also like, I haven't taken voice lessons in a while, but I also do karaoke all the time, which is kind of lame. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, what? that's not lame. Karaoke Christina. is one of my top two favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> is it Rob the other one? <laughs> uh, it's unclear, but like it is up there. I think yeah. the other thing is drinking wine. Ooh. Drinking wine and... Ugh, you could do and you drink wine and do karaoke. <laughs> That's our favorite thing. You know, I love it. I, I do love improv. But, like, yes, I love karaoke. Yeah, I hands down. I will, like, that is one of those times I will push anyone out of the way. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> you ever been, like, so I went to a uh, karaoke birthday party, and it was, like, the kind of group that, like, didn't like doing karaoke. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to sing. And I was like, fuck, I'm the basically the fucking entertainment today. Because if no one sings, there's no music. Yeah. It's really awkward. So I just, I just sang the entire party because no one else would go up and sing yeah, i feel really like annoying. if i were <laughs> in my that dream. situation <laughs> i would just do like a whole musical front to back just like rent the whole thing <laughs> that'd be great well so speaking yeah. of other... i would just go through the the playlist of 90s r&b like it, it would was. just yes <laughs> i'm all about that r&b too <laughs> and so at magnet it's it. like on the 10th floor but on the seventh floor there's it's like a korea town so there's always like yeah. weird things in the building so uh the 10th floor is the magnet theater and training center and then on the seventh floor it's karaoke room so like after class we uh, always go been there, there <laughs> for sure <laughs> i went with some of my friends that were on my team that did magnet oh, and they had like awful. a show and we went after and it, like, <laughs> and it was like with me and like me one other person from my team and then like their whole like level three class that's awesome. and i was just like don't care i'm singing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's awesome but i also another weird thing i used to do in new york was something called the karaoke league which was like what? a league. Yes. It's, that's probably the weirdest thing I've done. Not even <laughs> musical theater improv. Don't discredit yourself. There's some weird shit in New York. Okay. There is. Yeah. Explain. So it's like you get a team of people and you sing three songs. One's a solo. Well, two of them are solos and one's a group number and they're usually based off of a theme. So it could be like Colors of the Rainbow and you sing a song by, you know, 
someone whose name has a color in it or the song has color in it. So you'd sing something from White pink. Stripes or from Pink. <laughs> or you'd sing Yellow from Coldplay. And yeah. you, it's based off Yellow your boy. Card. Go- Sorry? Yellow Card. Ye- Yellow Card. That. There you <laughs> go. And um, then you'd sing songs. and you'd. But it got really intense real quick. And I was like not into it. Because like me and my team, we were just like, let's get drunk and sing. Yeah. Which is what karaoke should be like. Yes. But other teams what was like costumes and do like dances. And I'm like... I'm not about that life. Again, I don't like preparing for things, which is (laughs) why I like improv. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. That is so I did not know there were karaoke leagues. Yeah. I don't really want to get involved if it's that intense. Did you guys ever win a competition we got like most social i got i won like best newcomer ones honestly that that sounds like the best awards you could get out of that we were always like in last place (laughs) and we didn't care because like all the other teams put on so much effort they'd have practices before the actual competition we're like we'd show up we'd be like okay so what are we gonna sing today (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's pretty chill compared to yeah Yeah. we need to invent a chill karaoke league i know that'd be like the best thing ever you get too intense you're out yeah Yeah. with like fun awards yeah just Mm -hmm. like like best podcast or most likely to be a podcast (laughs) (laughs) and then you guys would win (laughs) yeah yeah most likely to win a potty (laughs) i just remembered another uh thing that was that they were like parodying different podcasts and they're like Bros save cereal? politics when it's like the Pod Save America yeah. guys. Yeah. And I was just like, this is this is great. Yeah, that's, um, awesome. that's what that show should be called. Um, for sure. Yeah. So I know you don't like preparing for things, but what... okay, I'm not lazy. I just like if it's something that I'm I know doing for we work fun, together. I, wanna, like... I know you're not lazy. <laughs> yeah, because I get paid for that job. I'm not getting paid to do improv. I'm not preparing for it. But do you ever want to do like acting or like? I don't know, sketch or anything. Um, okay, this is like a sore subject for me because, oh, no. well, not really. Like, <laughs> I wanted to go to school for theater. And then my Aww. mom, you know, I'm, I know my last name's O'Hanley, but I'm Asian, whatever. And mom's like, okay, what are you going to do? Like, there's, there's no Asian parts out there whatever oh, like you're not we just talked about this last week Aww, our last guest she was also Aww. Asian she was talking about how like she didn't know how to like navigate that anyway yeah. well like my mom's like how many times are you gonna do Miss Saigon you know what I mean like you can't so Aww. my mom my parents were like you we're not paying for your college unless if you do theater I was like okay that's Aww. fine get it it's fine. Major yeah. in journalism. I don't know if that's any better, but you have a real job. So I guess you have works. a real job. Yeah. Um, but then I was talking to a friend and she kind of works in the entertainment industry. And she was saying how um, because it's so much more diverse now and like people who like I'm half Asian, half white. Yeah. Like, she's like, if you did try to like make it, you probably would because you can fit into like a lot of different categories. So I was like, oh, yeah. Fuck, why didn't I learn this? When I, I wish I knew this when I was like 18 and I was going. To I know. Isn't it crazy? I feel yeah. like so when I was in high school, I was like trying to figure out what to do. And for a while I wanted to do like music performance because I literally mm-hmm. didn't know what else to fucking do. Yeah. And then like I remember like. I like toured NYU and they like made everyone like introduce themselves and be like, what do you want to major in? And I was like, I want to major in theater and composition and this other thing. And they were like, you have to actually pick one. Uh, You can't just like triple major. And I didn't like, no, I don't know. Um, But I like wanted to do this, these things. And my dad was like, you're not like good enough. And I was like, that's true. I'm not, (laughs) but it's like, (laughs) but it's like, then I don't know. Things change. Technology evolves. Opinions evolve. And like, like, how are you supposed to know that 
back in the day, you know? And yeah, it's crazy. people make like, it on YouTube now. Like, yeah. it's like you can do, like, anything – a ton of shows like do colorblind casting, yeah. like and really all, like emphasize that. And it's also new too. Like I remember, yeah. like even like I keep on talking about my voice teacher, but I remember her distinctly. This like such a vivid memory of for me is her saying like, out of all my students, I actually believe if you put in the work, you would make it on Broadway. You and another oh girl, God. Alexa, you guys would actually make it with your voices. And she's pursuing that now. And I'm like, oh, should I wow. do that too? So like. It's, it's kind crazy. of like a weird thing to think about. Yeah, yeah, it's so. really crazy to think about. Like, and it's so hard when you like have a full time job and like mm-hmm. a career going, and you're like, God, if I just like put in the effort, I could like probably do this. And then, yeah. and it's like so hard to navigate at that point because when you've you already just, yeah. made these other decisions. Yeah, like I'm almost thirty, so I'm like, mm, yeah, I got, like I got a four hundred one k. I know. <laughs> like, do you're I like, do these things. Yeah, do I want to get paid less? Yeah, exactly. no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I personally do like the idea of like, I want performing and I want theater or improv or whatever it is to be something that I enjoy and look forward to, not something that I have to stress out about. Like, yeah, that's a great outlook. Yeah, like I want to be able to thoroughly enjoy because once you're starting to worry about like, oh, making money out of it, yeah. like that, it doesn't become as fun anymore. Yeah, and for some people, it's like you might not make money off of it too, and it's stressing you out. Like, if my job is stressing me out, it should. It's a job. That's why I make money. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. If I'm trying to do improv or musical theater improv or just community theater, like, I don't want it to be something I'm stressed out about. I want it to be yeah. something I truly enjoy because it's something I've always enjoyed. I never want that to change. So it's kind of my perspective on it. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of where I'm at, too. I, I very much um, – my dad is very, like, analytical. And I, I do feel like we must have talked about this at some point, so I don't want to go Probably. too into it. But, um, but very, you know, just like logical and analytic and like mm-hmm. very, like that is just who he is as a person. And so when I was like, oh, I want to do like film and I want to do acting, mm-hmm. he was like, don't do that. You're never going to make any money. Like, and then I was just like, oh, okay. And so like, <laughs> you know, like kind of went into other things. And yeah. then now I'm, you, you know, I'm like, okay, well now I did that. I got the real job. And now I'm like, and I want to do all these things I put off. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I've always wanted to do it and I'm going to freaking do it. I don't care. You know? So mm-hmm. like. Yeah. yeah. I feel like at point. some point, like if you had that, those goals at some point and you like didn't do it and then you sort of gain more perspective as an adult or whatever. And then you're like, you're like, if I don't try this in some form, I'm going to regret yeah, like that's very true. not yeah. trying it mm-hmm. or like just seeing how Could good I, I might be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I felt that way with like starting stand up and stuff. And I, I was just like, I always had like a feeling like, well, if I just like tried to write something, it'd probably be good. Like mm-hmm. if I just like apply myself and I feel that way about anything. Like if like, I just if like, I try this. if I just <laughs> try, like if I make an effort at something, I'm usually better than I thought I was going to be. And like, that's yeah. sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. It's like well, effort. Guys, <laughs> we're running out of time. Is yeah. there anything that else you wanted to um, share with us or impart on us? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that's tough. <laughs> well, um, thank you for your time. We are going to come back with a game. Yes. Is there any other final questions you had before we close out? Um, no. Okay. Good. We covered a lot of good stuff, and thank you so much. Cool. Yeah, I thanks, Christina. Um, cool. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with a game. Yay. Yay. We say yay too much as a side note. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> live far away from your parents because you resent them? 
Do you have no money because you live in a city you can't actually afford to live in? Are you being guilted into going home to visit your extended family that your mom trash talks all the time? Not to worry. LOL Airlines has you covered. At LOL, we prioritize your budget first. None of that moderate perks that you've come to expect from a standard airline. LOL Airlines has cut corners in every part of the flying experience. No more fees to pick your seat. At LOL, you simply walk into the plane and fight the person in front of you for the last remaining middle seat. We've also made your flight cheaper by allowing standing room flyers to ride in the aisles. Plus, we don't offer those entertainment services like other airlines because we know you didn't care about the CBS fall lineup anyway. <laughs> Plus, we think you'll be pretty occupied with the pain in your knees because we've crammed double the amount of seats in a 737 compared to other airlines. If that doesn't keep you entertained, we try to make sure that normal people sit among the worst humans imaginable. At LOL, you can expect a person who reclines in their seat to be in front of you, a child kicking your seat to be behind you, and a creepy chatty old man to sit next to you and ask you deeply personal questions. At LOL, we've gone the extra 30,000 feet to save you the most money possible. Rather than providing you with garbage airline food, we simply pass a trash bag around and you can eat straight from the garbage instead. Need water? No more $7 airport bottles of water for you. You can just drink straight from the airplane bathroom sink. Plus, you pay less because we don't run background checks on pilots or flight attendants. But don't worry, nothing weird has happened. Yet. Luggage flies free if it's on your lap for the duration of the flight. $250 fee applies to load it into the cargo hold yourself. For qualified pilots, a surcharge of $800 will be added to your ticket. Life vests not included under your seat unless you are famous and it would be bad PR for you to drown. Oxygen and pressurized cabins not included in the airfare. back right sorry i wasn't paying attention (laughs) nice um so we're gonna play a game christina is an improviser so we're gonna do an improv game um and uh we're gonna do a game called press conference so we'll go over the rules um so we've written down some famous people's names and put them in our pineapple cup as we do um and so Someone will draw a name, and two people will look and see what that name is. The third person will not know what the name is. Um, and then the two people that know the name will act as journalists, and um, the third person will be the person that was drawn. This I feel like this <laughs> explanation is going poorly. I'm listening. Um, <laughs> so... So the journalists will know who the third person is, and they will be asking them questions, which they have to answer, not knowing who they are. But the right, right, right. So it's kind of like it's kind of like heads up, where it's on your head and you don't know. Yeah, okay. that's that's a great, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> that's a great analogy. Awesome. But you have to answer the questions right. and um, also try and figure out who you are. Okay. And so if you figure out who you are, do I say? Like, do I guess or do I just start acting like that person? Um, and that's how you know. Like, how, how do we yeah, how do we end this game? I feel like uh, you just say, am I this person? I'm going to say yes or no. And that's how I yeah. win, to be clear. Sure. Okay. <laughs> if I get it right. If you get it do right. Do I get negative points if I get it wrong? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> negative one if you get it wrong, plus five if you get it right. Okay, that's fine. And we'll I see who wins. So if you guess more than five times, you're fucked. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Really <laughs> throw use my headphones your guesses down carefully. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Perfect. Great. Fabulous. Okay. Um, who goes first? Rock, paper, scissors? Okay. 
Um, so we do three-way. I mean, I'll go first if I'm the guest. Done. I'm, Afre. I'm well, such an improviser. In yeah, honestly, the opposite of some other guests who are yes. like, I'm going to go last or not at all. I'm cool with going uh, first. So funny. Okay. Shout out to Fred who tried to get out of playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> Shade. Um, okay, so... Said with love. So, Tefa, you and I will draw. Okay. And then... Um, Christina, when we draw, just like take off your headphones mm-hmm. and plug your ears for a second, and okay. we'll discuss who we drew. Okay. Um, can you hear us? I don't think she can. Okay. What if I don't know who the person? Let me see. Let me see. Do you know? This is Ariana Grande. Oh, great, Ariana Grande. <laughs> I couldn't read it. Okay. You may proceed. All I heard was, I don't know who this person is, so let's see if I know who this person is. Um, I'm just going to read the writing. We figured it out. Okay. Um, Guess who wrote it? (laughs) This has happened before with your handwriting. (laughs) Okay. Uh, It wasn't cryptocurrency. (laughs) Um, Okay. Shall we? Hi. I have a question. Sure. Um, What would you say is the highlight of your career? Um. There's a lot of things in my career, I'm guessing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's when I did the best at my job since I don't know what my career is. <laughs> great, great. Um, and, you know, you're still young, so so what's, what's next? Um, just producing more projects, I guess, you know, just producing how more. Is, how, mm-hmm. I, sorry to interrupt. Uh, how is your... Um, recent, very highly publicized breakup affecting your career? Oh, it's just devastating, but I did write that song called Thank You Next. <laughs> I am guessing Damn. that's Damn right. Yeah. Is that... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I'm dealing points. with my breakup. <laughs> Granted, I actually wrote that too, so there's definitely two Ariana Grande. Oh my God, so funny. Okay, if, if someone draws that, we'll skip it. I was like, this is going to be too obvious, but also I need to go there. But like, she did just break up. And we were just talking about Thank You Next. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. such a good song. It was good. Yeah, okay. Um, Hashtag God is woman. I feel like since your question lost, you go now. Oh, <laughs> okay, taking off my headphones. Okay. All right. Oh, sure. I don't know. Okay, it says Michael from The Good Place. Oh, okay. The character, not Ted Danson. Yes. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Weird, because I really didn't hear you. Plugging your ears is very effective. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. <laughs> okay, I I have a question. Uh, you have, you've had a very long career. Um. Any highlights? Um, Saturday Night Live. Okay. Interesting. And, and you recently switched sides. You know, you're on one side for a very long time, but then you switch sides. So how has this change in your life made you feel? Um, it's made me feel uh, like I'm learning more as I get older and perspectives change. Mm-hmm. Uh, question. Do you feel uh, more empathetic now? Yes. And um, who's your favorite philosopher during this time of your life? Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Okay, interesting. Any Anything to add about Nietzsche? I think he pretty much gets it. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are you loving your white hair? It's just so luscious and beautiful. 
Um, it's it looks good on me. Aged into it, and um, um, you know your wardrobe is is so classic and whimsical. I mean, how how do you arrive there? Um, uh, I I use the toilet. <laughs> this is Michael, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what gave it away? Um, I started to think about the white hair, and I was like, not sure. Don't want to get negative points. <laughs> it's only negative one compared to negative five. Oh, that's true. That's true. I've gotten it early. I feel like I'm going to be the worst at this. It seems hard. Yeah. It seems hard. Here we go. It was hard. I was kind of like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. One, five for me. I'm keeping score. Mm. We should draw. Okay. Do you want to draw? Do it. Do it. I'm I can't really reach. Oh, I got two. Ooh. Kanye West. Nice. Okay. Ready? Did you hear us? No. Okay. Truthful? I heard Christina say, I got two, but then I didn't hear what she, oh, she you said. Oh, you need to pause. Okay. Got it. All right. Uh, all the questions I have are too... Specific. Yeah. Question. Oh. Yes. Your your projects have really evolved over time. When you were starting out in the game, you know, you were very raw. People loved you, and now people think you're, you know, becoming more commercial. How do you feel about that? You know, give the people what they want. <laughs> that's, a, that's a right answer. <laughs> it's very true to your character that you don't know yet. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know nothing that's not specific enough. How, how are the kids? Alive, I think. Good, 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 good. Um, are you, uh, how, how was your time? Um, <laughs> do you feel like your time uh, after the accident really impacted your career? Um, of course it did. Uh, how could it not? So you do have a very famous wife. How do you deal with having a famous wife with your, I guess, ego and your own career? Like, how does it impact your life that your wife is so famous? I mean, she's really hot, so <laughs> I let her do whatever she wants. <laughs> um, I just feel like a, you know, a, a beneficiary to this whole situation. Gotcha, so. gotcha. So what you're saying is you don't need to work hard to make money? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting perspective. Uh, um, so you've had a very controversial video come out with someone very high up and the world unfortunately um how do you think that has impacted your own personal life and your family's life and your future career um i mean we don't really read tabloids so i mean <laughs> it's sure. you know okay. it's water under the bridge at this point gotcha. everything's fine mm -hmm. speaking of your uh recent controversial opinions um you you recently oh, yes I know. yeah <laughs> your your recent support of the current president and then backpedaling is Kanye <laughs> I couldn't figure until that question I was like oh journalism major got it <laughs> <Me>? <laughs> so she knows how to word a question um, 
God, I couldn't get it for a while. I wrote down Ellen DeGeneres, and I thought that might be it for a while. And then you said controversial video, and I was like, that's definitely that's not, not, it's not Ellen. Ellen. Ellen just has, like, kids on her, her show style. with, like, yeah, yeah. And, and then you were like, thing. your wife is really hot. And I was like, Portia de Rossi is really hot. Maybe that's it. And then I was just like, I'm not sure. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm so proud. Um, wow. Cool. We did great, guys. Great. This is a fun game. Yeah. I like that. It. Was really fun. That was fun. I liked that. Cool. Well, it's always it's hard not to give too much away. Yeah, like I true. want to ask I know. question and I want to see you like struggle a little bit, but then I'm like, oh, I also want to help you. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. how much do I drop in? You know. Also, yeah. we all won. We all, yeah, we won. all won. Just I'll figure it out. Okay. I it's was literally try. gonna be like, so Pete, so, so Snoop Dogg is calling you Uncle Tom, and then I was like, <laughs> you wouldn't know that. <laughs> Should we, it's only, uh, we're at 103, should we do one more for like a... We should make our guests do... Does somebody do, really want to win? We should make our guests do a final one. <laughs> I'm down. Okay. Great. Ready? Let's do one more. Always down. Was this one we didn't use? I don't, I don't know what that one says. One we didn't use. Okay. Headphones on, Christina. Ready to do that one. I need one more. <gasps> Can't hear us. The cue is... Beyonce. All right. Okay, Christina. Let's see if I know this person. Hmm. This is so hard. Okay, I, I have a question. All right. Um, it's been a while since you uh, have done any new projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you working on? Um, just, you know, things are under the radar, as I like it. So um, when they're ready to be exposed, they will. How do you feel about being an icon? Um, I love it. I love being an icon. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what do you think is, like, the best part about being a mom? Um, I just love holding my kids. They're great. I love my children. My child. I love my child. <laughs> I Did your husband cheat on you? Um, no. <laughs> I'd like to think no. Uh, follow up. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your, um, your video album is one of my favorite of all time. So thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> you're welcome. You know, I thought lemonade would be just something that everyone... <laughs> Everyone just enjoy. <laughs> I do enjoy it. I enjoy it so much. I legit watch it once a week. Really? Oh, For I'm sure. so flattered. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Christina wins. Yeah. Hands out. That was so good. Nice. <laughs> so Wait, so we were at work the other day. It was like Friday when we were like dicking around. And we were like, what's everyone's top five Beyonce songs? Um, I have beef with this because nobody said Formation. <gasps> what? Oh, really? Oh. Nobody said it. I like Formation. Probably top <laughs> like 10 for sure, but. Not well, sure if it's in your top five. And like maybe one of the most iconic videos of all time. It is a great video. Like, it's, it's so, so good. good. <laughs> it is, no, it's pro- it is probably top five. I know uh, Countdown is my number one song. It's yeah, so I said Love on Top is my number one. Love on Top, top is good. good. I've been I've been watching the video for XO a lot, and I I, oh, I love XO. That's a good one. And so fun. Oh, it's such a beautiful song. But also, I feel like it cannot be said um, without bringing up that like Hold Up is one of my all time faves. 
but I feel like it is also one of my faves because of the Titus spoof in Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. And I love probably equally both songs as much as the other. <laughs> so we, I actually went to a Beyonce party, and I was so proud of everyone because no one did blackface or anything. I was like, yeah. I'm so proud of everyone here. It's just uh, a bunch of like, <laughs> they should not. I, I mean, know, but like, you're bar. just like inviting <laughs> possibleness, you know, in that Yeah, time. yeah. And like... It was just a bunch of dudes and leotards and girls with kale sweatshirts. And I'm like, I approve of all yes, this. And then amazing. one girl did a great, she had like the same dress from that, like that yellow dress she wears yes. in that video. I was like, oh my God. I'm trying to get, to get, get that? my roommate to do that for Halloween. I was like, I will cut your hair. I will do this. Like, so that I can carry around a baseball bat. Yeah. Right. Amazing. But I was like, that girl wins this Beyonce party. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no better way to end than on Beyonce. So thank you so much for oh, being here today. Thank you, thank you Christina. Um, Tell the people how they can find you. Um, like my Instagram is Filipino Noir with two R's. Speaking of Titus, like nice. Pinot Noir, but Filipino <gasps> Noir yeah. with two R's. I didn't get that until just now. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's my Insta, so follow me. I was just like, oh, she must really like Noir films. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I heard that before, too. I'm like, no, oh it's God. Pinot You're Noir. Like, I'm funnier than Wow. Me. Thank you. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much, Christina. You can find me at Tefa Trending, T F F A, on Insta and Twitter. And uh, you can follow What's the Point Pod on Instagram and What's the Point PC on Twitter. And you can follow me at Amanda Krebs, K R E B S. Thanks for listening.